0: But if you haven't been reading out loud every day for half an hour every day, Mm -hmm. as long as you want to be a voiceover actor or gone to a coach and learned about how to break a script apart and understand the message and who you're talking to and everything, you end up presenting material that sounds like the last time that you read out loud. And for most of us, that was like in grade 10.
1: Welcome to this episode of Mission Audition.
2: I am today's host, Kyle Flynn, Platinum Account Manager here at Voices, and I'm joined by co-host Vanessa Bucci. Amazing. So with that said, let's go ahead and hop into uh, today's discussion relating to the mindset of a performer. Before we get into any auditions, let's first start by introducing our amazing guest. Joining us here today, we welcome Kim Handysides, a successful voice actor since the dawn of the millennials. Kim's voiced 20,000 projects from commercials to corporate narrations, TV series, e-learning, VOGs, and audiobooks. Kim coaches and creates demos for commercials and narration and is happy to give you a leg up in this diverse, creative, and lucrative field. Not only has Kim won a Sova's award, but she's also worked with some amazing clients such as Airbnb, American Express, Apple TV, AT&T, Audi, 3M, and many, many more. What a list. Kim, thank you for joining us here today. Welcome. Did did we welcome you all right? Did anything you, you want did. to elaborate? You You're so
0: amazing. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm thrilled to be here. I love 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 that you guys do mission audition. It is one of the most helpful, I think, for uh, people who are wanting to book more. Wanting to it book more awesome. voice work. Yeah.
2: Very very true, and and it's so so appreciated that we have experts like yourself joining us. Uh, you know, to take talent along the journey of, of bettering themselves in this industry. So thank you very much for spending the time with us. My pleasure.
1: All right. So for a review of today's job posting, here is the background information. There is a short explainer video for insurance agents on how they can help clients figure out when they will receive funding for their auto accident claims. It is a video that new employees watch as part of their onboarding training. The read should be friendly and professional as though insurance agents are hearing from a peer.
2: I think we've all heard those uh, artistic directions before. Hearing from a peer, friendly, professional. How many job postings have you seen that in, uh, uh, Kim?
0: Oh my gosh, um, 85%, I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would sound about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so very, very popular, uh, you know, artistic direction and specs for today's job. So hopefully lots of great information to uh, be chatted about. And with that, let's go ahead and hop right in to audition number one.
1: Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process.
0: Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their
1: claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should
2: take. All right, Kim. So after having a listen there, uh, please share your thoughts.
0: Well, you know there's a there's a lovely quality to this person's voice. Um, there's a, a, a gentleness, there's a kindness that is authentic, and that's nice. Um, there's um, you know, the friendliness is coming through. You can see that this is a real person. Um, unfortunately, though, there's just not enough impact. Um, I don't feel that I'm not sure if it's it's really friendly or if there's a, a little bit of a shyness that's coming in that's making it her self-conscious. I'm not quite sure about that. Um, if you're talking about insurance or anything financial, the hallmark of that genre is trust, right? And so and and what comes from trust confidence. So there's a little bit of a confidence that I'm feeling that is lacking. In that, uh, in that read. Also, the spec said professional. The friendly was there, but there was one other spec. What was it? Conversational. Conversational was pretty, pretty good, actually, but, yeah, not really professional. It did sound like it was a peer, but um, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard line to ride, this, this, you know, being conversational and also being the voice of the company right you are the voice yep. of the company so you want to you have all of that weight of that financial institution or insurance company behind you to be able to represent so you, you know i felt like that that trust element was missing and and it's important to think what i think this is something that i've come across just recently that it's like you know that talking about the performer mindset um the idea of what are you trying to impact? What are you trying to do? I just don't think that maybe the person had um, the idea of, of an idea of how they wanted to affect the listener, but it it didn't quite come through to me.
2: Definitely. I agree with a lot of what you said there, um, especially around the regard of she did have a very friendly and warm tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that also stood out to me, and it it kind of goes back to that, you know, feeling confident, you know, kind of sound there is it was very quiet. Yeah. And I know through our statistics here at Voices, uh, typically quiet auditions are not selected. Um, so definitely that's something that stuck out to me. I know you've had your, your casting director hat on uh, recently and yes. been doing some of that yourself. How do you feel with regards to, you know, volume and its impact on, uh, you know, your chances?
0: It's huge. Um, you you want to have um, you know, if you're if you're if you're listening, and you know you're listening to A B C D E F G, and all of a sudden D is a lot lower than everybody else, you kind of go, what's is there something wrong? What's what's wrong with their tech? And it makes me yeah. think that if they haven't got their tech figured out the way everybody else has, then can I trust them to be able to deliver for my client? So you, Voices does an amazing, Kyle, you do an amazing job teaching people with online videos and other support on the system, on Voices, of how to be able to make sure that your sound is pristine and is competitive. So that would be something that would be really helpful for this person, I think.
2: We appreciate that. And it's all to do with the help of you guys as experts. And uh, I also want to throw it over to Vanessa here. Uh, Did you have any thoughts on that recording? Anything that... You know, you kind of draw from that.
1: Yeah, I, t- I totally agreed with what you said, um, you know, about the confidence. So what would be something that you would essentially give advice for in the sense of being more confident? Would yeah. it be just to be more upbeat, like more energetic? Because, you know, if it's about insurance, right, it's, it is about the the trust and the confidence. So um, this is a that's a great question, Vanessa. Um, mm-hmm. You know,
0: sometimes I, I think that voice seekers, Think in terms of the outcome of what they want to hear. They want to hear, make it be more upbeat, more energetic, et cetera. Whereas performers, what we need to think of is what is it that I have to do inside my head, inside my imagination to get me there? So then what I would do is I'd say to this person, what happened just the moment before? Are you like surrounded? Are you, are you in a coffee shop and you're laid or, or are you in like a lounge? Are you laid back? Are you in, um, in a boardroom? Are you in a, a meeting with person face to face across a desk? Are you having – where are you? Are you in the park talking to somebody? What's happening around you? Imagining your space. Imagining that the person just asked you a question just before that. And then you can answer. You're responding with something that has more energy and it will be more authentic. And then the other thing is, as I mentioned, um, you know, thinking, what are you trying to make the other person? How are you trying to make the other person feel? Are you trying to make them feel interested, engaged, confident um, in you, in what you're saying? I think sometimes one of the problems is that we think too much about ourselves and not about the other person. And the other person... As I say, it's the other person in the scene is the listener. yeah. And so it's like focusing on them will make your performance better all the time. Right. Because it will make it more authentic and it will make it, it will just lift it up. Whereas if you're thinking about what do I have to do, I have to be more upbeat. I have to be more energetic. No, 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 no. Focus on the other person. What do you want them to feel? You want them to feel excited about this? So if you think, you know, we, you, you, Vanessa, you, Kyle, me, Kim, we all have an arsenal of tools and tricks that we use every day in our lives as just normal people to engage each other.
1: Right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. Like visualization is that's that's really awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that um, athletic performers use a lot as well, visualization. Perfect. Yeah.
2: And I think that's the difference between truly connecting with a script and, and just voicing a script, right? Yes. Is getting that other side and understanding their viewpoint to engage them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: 100%. Great. Awesome. Thanks so much for that. So with that, that uh, leads us into our next audition, uh, audition number two.
0: Helping a client do their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock, from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they'll receive their funds, here's the steps you should take.
2: Awesome, awesome. So with that audition, I think there's probably a couple things that are standing out to us here, but Kim, let's let's get your take.
0: Okay, um... This was actually there's – a, there's, a, there's a levity and a funness in this voice that is it, – it's almost borderline quirky. And, and I think that there's some great personality in the person, in the performer herself. Um, but it, 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 it didn't come through, unfortunately, in the, the audition in terms of what, what the spec wants. So the spec wants friendly, professional – Informative, right? That's I'm like, yeah, I'm saying you say that. Yes. Okay, yes. right. Yeah, yeah. okay, good. Okay, so um, I think there, there's the again the this performer is not thinking about the other person. They're thinking about they're getting locked in the script. They're getting mm-hmm. locked in the script, and and so they're investing way too much in the words as opposed to thinking about the overall message. You know, right. when normal people are communicating we have the advantage of making up our own words. (laughs) We don't have to deal with other people's words, which is what we have to deal with all the time as a voiceover actor, um, and trying to make them sound sound authentic. So what we have is this incredible, beautiful alchemy of idea, thought, cadence, pitch, rhythm, choices that we make as natural people to communicate with each other. And Word – word script analysis is, is, is extremely important, but having the ability to be able to look at your words, understand what the message is, and then apply that kind of living in the moment of feeling that, like I say, cadence, pitch, rhythm, uh, word choice, all that kind of stuff, that magic of communication – there's a little bit of a disconnect that's going on here. So um, I think that she's too invested in the words without thinking about the overall message and what that impact her words have on the listener. Some of the words that I heard that she emphasized and were just a bit, bit too much were like shock, funds, I think initial. So these are, it's, and that's not saying that you shouldn't lean into certain words. You should. You should lean into certain words, but authentically. So one of the things that I coach when I'm working with people is um, studying your own patterns of speech because you're the artist. So then let's start with your own canvas, the canvas of you. And um, how do you emphasize words? What do you do? What tricks do you do to pull Out and make sparkle certain expressions, and do you elongate words? Do you go up in pitch? Do you um, speed things up really quickly? Do you slow it down? Do you use air quotes around words to pop something up? What do you do naturally? Because what's happening here is she's trying to add heat to certain words, and it's not coming across uh, like like it would probably if she spoke in you know authentically in her own real world real speech
1: right yeah that's yeah that's a that's a great explanation actually um to to bounce off of that how did you find like her her pace um her pacing
0: didn't bother me at all okay in casting in listening to these things we're looking for distractions what are the things that take you out of the moment and so for me the biggest thing that took me out of the moment was odd emphasis on certain words not coming across authentically so but but Vanessa, absolutely, pacing could be another thing. Because the words were so not what I wanted to be hearing, I didn't really notice whether the pacing was
2: killing and, it or not, you know? And I found, just as you said, kind of the overemphasis on words where it didn't sound as authentic almost made the pacing seem different because it mm-hmm. draws out those words a little bit, Right. And it kind of makes it sound as you know, not as uh, you know, kind of let's say, conversational, um, because it felt overemphasized, which I think relates to how it comes across pacing. Because you're, it feels like it's, you know, slowing down or or speeding up, kind of in odder positions than you may expect because of those overemphasized uh, words.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a subtle, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's subtlety. It's really, yeah. it's fascinating because you know. VoiceOver has evolved so much over the last 15 years Um, from, you know, uh, in this program, we're going to be learning A, B, and C. It's like, like from that to, you know, now it's like in this program, we're going to be talking about A, B, and C. It's like right. so much more uh, natural, right? It's like yep. it, it went – naturalism went into movies in the 50s. It went into commercials in the 2000s. Now it's into everything else in voiceover. But it's still – there's still – sometimes there's a little bit of like sheen that has to happen as well on top of it. So there's so many little subtle things we have to think about.
2: Definitely. And, and speaking on that, um, something I think is is worth noting uh, because I, I do feel and and let me know if you feel the same here, Kim. Uh, even beyond the read, unfortunately, standing in this talent's way would be audio. Um, I did notice it sounding um, a little spacey. I could hear a little, you know kind of I, I don't know if I would say echo, but I could hear space there. Mm. And it it threw me off from a way where you know, a client is likely going to, Say okay, can I rely on this? You know, is this somebody that when I I booked them, I'm gonna get you know proper audio because it did sound a little bit spacey, and uh, I could hear room in that audio for for improvement for sure. Uh, what were your thoughts there?
0: Yeah. Um. Again, I get. I think I was like the same thing with the with with pay. I was fo- focusing on the words, but yeah. I mean, that audio uh wasn't. It was. It was. It was at a, recorded at a good level, but um maybe there were some things that could have been tweaked and tweaking your audio is a a much easier fix than fix a quicker fix than fixing your performance performance takes time
2: a hundred percent yeah hundred percent and it's one of those things that if if you don't pay attention to it and really you know reel it into to a proper position uh you know you could have the best read in the world but unfortunately that's going to stand in your way and you know be the best performer out there but because of your audio you're you're not getting gigs so like you said it's it's a fairly can be at least a fairly simple thing to to uh you know provide a solution to but definitely something that is more than worthwhile so uh encourage everybody to make sure their audio is is top specs because uh, a client will you know pick another talent that does have top specs audio so So leaning into audition number three, we're going to go ahead and take a listen here to that. Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should take. So as we can see the shift from uh, you know the last two auditions uh, to this one here, Kim, let us know your thoughts.
0: Okay, so um, there's a there's a predictability in the music of this read that uh, a predictability in an in an in an odd way um, that doesn't quite match the music of um, authentic spoken word so I, I you know, I, I don't know, do you guys talk about this a lot? The music of spoken word, you know yes. it's like one, two, three. I just did it. Like, like you can you can go back and fr- in fact, when I was like eons ago, when I was uh, starting, I took some lessons from an opera singer to to you know learn about breathing and and she talked a lot about the, you know, going back and forth between me, uh, singing and spoken word. And she would get us to go, la, ah, uh, la, ah, uh, la, ah, uh, until we could, you know, go, la, ah, uh, la, ah. Uh. So, so we, we could say the same note, speaking or singing, you know, that kind of, to, to develop the ear. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm going off on a tangent here. This <laughs> yes, hey, we encourage that. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> okay. this, this person is, um, um has a very interesting voice. But we know, we all know that voice is actually about ten to fifteen percent of the the gig. Eighty-five uh, percent mm-hmm. of it is all the other stuff. And what's happening here is um, there's a confidence that's coming through. There's also kind of like a a little bit of a readiness. There's a very measured way that he's talking. And when you're reading, we are measured. That's how we're taught to read. When we're speaking naturally we are not measured we you can see all the you can look at your waveform and see the differences in the bumps and the spaces in between you know actual speech and red speech so it sounds a little reedy um mm-hmm. and there's also a little bit of an issue i found with his diction his diction is not it's a little muddied and so again if in casting if you're looking at what are the distractions and you're looking at who has the least amount of distractions. The distraction of his diction would be a big minus. Um, mm-hmm. There are some words that are being eaten, some words that are being kind of swallowed. Um, so that would be something that again I would go to a speech therapist and or um, there are a few coaches that are singers that vote you know that are that, that coach voiceover people on how to be able to. Clear up your diction. It doesn't diction actually can be cleared up between three and six months. It's not a long thing. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I would work on. What did you you guys think?
1: Yeah, it almost sounds like a a little bit dark to me. Um, Yeah, (laughs) almost like that's kind of the first thing I thought Mm -hmm. of. But like, what would you say that this this voice would probably be better for? Oh, um, the the delivery is more. You're right.
0: It's not friendly. It's more right right Mm -hmm. now. It's more like um, you've got a problem, and we're going to fix it. You know that kind right. of a thing. Yeah, um, it's it's darker. Maybe you know I'd hear that on a on a, a political spot. I would hear yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah,
2: especially an attack ad.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: And I noticed in that um, it kind of you know even after the first two auditions, you know were we're much more natural tones. I found this one to be very processed. Um, almost bringing it back to, you know, the days of, you know, major compressions and, you know, really kind of going for that boom voice. Right. Um, and I feel like this really, really leaned into that rather than the more natural, the more friendly tones. Mm. Um, I feel it was really, really processed audio wise, Mm -hmm. which unfortunately, you know, can be a deterrent, uh, especially in today's market where people are looking for that natural sound. Right. So, um, you know, what do you typically? Because I'm, I'm sure you see it time and time again as a coach yourself. What do you typically, you know, offer as advice to people that are more in, for lack of a better term, let's say, kind of that announcery sound where it's very compressed and and you know, uh, saturated. What what are your typical piece of advice for those types of students?
0: I will say, um, go to a, a professional sound engineer or other service that can offer you a stack. So that you can have um, something that is, um, you know, uh, with your, along with your EQ, but a stack of uh, certain plugins that will help you create the best sound you can. I do that myself. Whenever I am sending any audition out, I, you know, have, unless they've asked for a RAW form, I just do my quick EQ um, to minus 1.5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, drop in my stack and then EQ it again to minus one point five, and uh, and then send it off. Um, and when I bought my stack, I said, "Can I please just have just make it to an explainer, explainer grade? Because I feel explainer does handles everything. It handles commercial, it handles e-learning, corporate, and explainers, um, even gaming and stuff like that. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's it, it has the most natural sound. I find."
2: definitely very very neutral as well where like you said it can be you know uh you know very versatile
0: yeah so you mentioned the thing about broadcasting i I actually work a lot with people who have broadcasting backgrounds because i worked in broadcasting myself for nine years before i became a full-time vo and um it's really interesting because in broadcasting especially news um Mm -hmm. in dealing with script um you're actually uh you're actually um sort of I don't know if you're taught to, but you're you're you end up becoming detached from the script, detached from the news report in order to be able to be that kind of neutral announcer kind of a thing. And so right. if you've had several years of being detached to the script, then you what you have to work on is becoming attached to right. the message, the people, the
1: emotions, the heart. Where's the heart? Yeah, I was gonna say the the emotions for sure. Yeah, is the important part there? Yeah, agreed.
2: I had a really good success story actually. With uh, as as you guys know, I'm platinum account manager, and one of our platinum members, uh, he had a very long standing career in radio, mm-hmm. and uh, he had went through some struggles in in booking voice work after making the switch to full time, and uh, he said the best investment he ever made was going ahead investing in a coach, learning that conversational, more natural sound. And since his his business has skyrocketed. So uh, that was one that really, really stood out to me is he literally credited everything, uh, you know, to that training and coaching that he did to be more natural, to get reattached to those scripts and those emotions, um, you know, basically unlearning, uh, you know, his past traits. Mm
0: -hmm. Beautiful.
2: All right. That brings us to our next audition, audition number four.
0: Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is a client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive
2: their funds, here are the steps you should take. All right, Kim, what are your thoughts? Let's get it rolling on this audition.
0: Okay. Well, first off, um, yeah, the sound did kind of like stood out for me. Um, sounded like a little bit like he's talking from a can, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was the first kind of thing that grabbed me. Um, also, but 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 the overall thing for me was I didn't feel that this one was friendly. I felt that this was um, you know uh, informative. There was mm-hmm. professional, but there was no friendly. There was no friendly, and you know it's yep. really funny. I don't know how many times when I've thought, okay, I, I look at a spec, and then I go off in a direction, and then I. Then, important, look back at the spec and then re-listen to what you did. Did you did you do? Did you fulfill? Did you go tick, tick, tick on everything? Because right. sometimes we get in our heads, we voice actors, and we think we're doing the right thing. And it's like, oh, no, I didn't fulfill the spec. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, this is not friendly enough. Um, it sounds uh, a little rushed and um again the diction was not uh not as pristine as other people and so that needs to be worked on
1: to bounce off of what you said um you said it's a little rushed did you find that it's also like stagnant as well like kind of not going up and down in in his voice
0: yeah well it so- it sounded like it was a report
1: and right. but but kind of a f-
0: not 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 even like a, a not a, an exciting report just sort of like a you know, he's just just reading. So, you know, the last time, a, a lot of people think, oh, I'm I'm going to become a voiceover actor, and because I, you know, you know, I have a nice voice, or because people tell me that I should, or that I've had this dream, etc. for so long. But if you haven't been reading out loud every day for half an hour every day, mm-hmm. as long as you want to be a voiceover actor, or gone to a coach and learned about how to break a script apart and understand the message and who you're talking to and everything, you end up presenting material that sounds like the last time that you read out loud. And for most of us, that was like in grade 10. Mm. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Stand up and read from the textbook. And yeah. that was the last time that you had to read out loud. So, you know, as, that's one of the – like when I, when I work with people, I work with them on two aspects. I break things down into performance and technical. So performance is anything that deals with your imagination and technical is everything else. Um, and when I say technical, I'm talking about technical from a performance point of view, not from your sound point of view. But that has to do with script analysis. That has to do with your flow, your pacing, your um, your music. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, that's a great point. Mm, yeah.
2: And, and I'm sure something that you work on a lot and, and this is probably something that he could, uh, you know, work on himself with that kind of tinny sound um you know probably lowering down the gain and what it's allowing to pick up and and using mm-hmm. you know a little bit more mic technique yeah. um so I, I definitely technique is everything and that goes far beyond the uh the technical side of you know audio and such uh it really does you know it's overlooked oftentimes and you just go straight into your reading mode and yeah there's just so much technique that goes into it and people like yourself um you know you they they should really rely on because you guys do such an amazing job at breaking it down, making it consumable, and really giving that deeper picture.
0: You know, it's it's funny because I was talking with somebody about that, and I said, "Well, you know, where did you get all this?" And it's like, "Well, I've been doing this for like forty years altogether, right?" And so it's yep. like you it, whatever you 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 marinate in for that long, you think about it, you dissect it, you break it down, you you know you sort out you know the wins and the the and the misses why the miss what what did i do not quite right there never you know all of these people should be applauded 100 1000% because they oh, they're, yes. they're they're participating bravo you because you're you're taking a risk and that's what this that's that's what we need to do we need to mm-hmm. take risks we need to learn from things okay i you gave it your best but you know it's like okay it's funny cuz um This is very much I find being a a, a creative performer, a a voiceover artist is very much like being an athlete because there are times when, you know, it's like a professional athlete is a hockey player, for example. Um, How many how many how many games do they win? How many games do they win? How many goals do they score? And how many do how much do they practice beforehand? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's you know, it's like. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put the time in. You gotta put the love in, and and then and then yeah, then every once in a while you do get the wins, and then you get more wins, and then you get more, and it's like it becomes yeah. cumulative.
2: Yeah, definitely. I I so much agree with the the round of applause for these voice actors mm. because half the work is is throwing your name in the ring and and getting started, and there's yeah. no better practice. Than actually going forward and doing these auditions and putting yourself out there. Yeah. So definitely massive applause to them uh, because that that's the road to where everybody who is successful in this industry has has gone on. Yeah. Um, I I work with a hundred plus uh, platinum members and each one of them were once upon a time in the shoes of you know getting started and submitting hundred auditions before they got their first job and you know going through that path. So. Definitely a round of applause for them.
0: Absolutely.
2: Awesome. So all right. let's go forward and listen to our next audition, audition number five.
0: Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they'll receive their funds – Here are the steps you should take.
2: All right. Uh, Let's start with you, Kim. (laughs) What are your thoughts?
0: Okay. Well, um, lovely voice, lovely smile, uh, uh, nice and conversational, uh, sounded professional. Um, The problem was that it it sounded, um, I think it was a little bit too smiley. Um, that there was not quite enough range in the emotions of what we're talking about. So it's like, um, I'm just going to paste a smile on my voice and just tell you everything in the same kind of tone, in the same kind, you know, approach. And it doesn't quite work like that. Um, because even if we're talking about something great, we still have other things that are happening. Um, and it doesn't mean that you have to get married to um, the, the emotional impact of a, impact of a word, like shock. For example, you don't have to go shock, right. you know, but it's like it's more the emotional impact of 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 the person who's hearing the person who's what, what are they hearing. Right. So, um, you know, on the word process was too smiley and it was and it, can't, it comes off insincere, it comes right. off process. It comes off insincere. Um, And I'm sorry, I don't mean to belittle or hurt anybody at all, (laughs) not (laughs) Not but it's just, (laughs) you know, it's like so rather than, you know, because you you can still there's a difference between a technical smile, which sometimes really, really is what we need um, to be able to get through something and um, a smile from your heart. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I'll I'll say to people sometimes and I'll do this myself, put your hand on your heart when you're about to speak, so that you remember you're a human talking to a
2: human. Right. Yep.
0: Yeah, let's be real.
2: <laughs> I, I think I think you highlighted a really great part there where, yes, very professional, yes, very friendly, and she's checking these boxes, but it comes down to those very slight nuances, right? And we're mm. going to hear that through these auditions of how close it can be when making that final decision. Mm. Um, so I think you really actually did a great job at saying, hey, she ticked this box and that box. But there's so much more to it, right? So Yeah. Um there, you know, there was
0: another word that that stood out for me on the word shock. Um, you know, um she said it with such a smile that she it didn't have enough space for the heartbreak that can mm-hmm. come in to someone mm, who's insurance yeah. who's who's just gone through a flood or a fire or something else. Like, I mean there's there's some there's some poignancy in there that can be grabbed. And it doesn't mean you still don't be friendly. It just means mm-hmm. that you allow room for some of that, that other emotion to be able to come in. And then you can go back to your friendliness. But, you know, it's like allow space within, within a line even for shifts. We love that as humans, right? right? We love to listen to transitions. We love to listen to um, just, just different <sighs> stories, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's the story. Yeah,
2: definitely. And l- listening to that, uh, the one thing I, I did really really enjoy was the audio was there. Yeah, the audio was definitely there. So you know we've we've heard in that previous audition a little bit of that tinny sound, whereas as this was you know very strong audio. Yeah. Um, and I think that's good to recognize and kind of train your ear towards um, for anyone who's listening. Uh, you know those differences and that slight nuance of of you know those minor details that really make all the difference. Um, so definitely lots of great things to pull away here. But as Kim said, uh, just, some, just some little tweaks there that, uh, you know, would push this over the edge. Absolutely. Awesome. So let's go forward with the next audition, audition number six. Helping a client through their accident
1: claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should take. Wow, I feel like that was a good one. But that's yeah. just me. What did you think?
0: <laughs> I really liked that one, too. That was really nice. Um, in fact, I, uh, um, my first listen, I went, wow, that's, I love that. That's it. That's good. So it's interesting. I, 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 is this true, like guys, when when you're going through uh, a list of like 60 auditions or whatever? Um, I've heard very often. Oh, get get it in as quickly as you can because you're listening for the one that, uh, the first one that you love, and that becomes your benchmark. And then that is the yes. one that you compare everything else to. And that's, I guess, right. yeah. So he would be our benchmark of like, ooh, that's really really great because he's like, he's friendly, he's professional, he's informative. Um, so he would be like, okay, is it, now I'd have to listen again. What was what was wrong? The pacing right. was pretty good with that. Um, it was, uh, pretty matter of fact, um, which, which is a very, uh, which is another way of saying millennial read. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter and I, my daughter and I argue about that all the time. I said, "Sounds millennial to me. And she says, mom, it's not millennial. Stop that. (laughs) That's
2: awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, this
1: one really like set the foundation for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it it was good. Um, the only thing is, like, um, I don't know, was this one a little bit low? What did you think uh, of the audio on that? Are,
2: are you talking in regards to to tone, like relating yeah. to friendly? Say, like, are, are you meaning in that sense?
0: No, no, um, I'm not sure. What did you think of the audio on that one?
2: I thought the audio was strong enough, but. Not at the level of, say, you know, the previous audition that we listened to. I did notice there was very, very slight nuance there um, that would stop it from being, you know, the top-notch audio. Yeah. Uh, so And did this, you notice that as well?
0: Yeah, I did. I did. So this is – and and that and that's unfortunate because that is – I mean, you're fixing your audio, your sound chain is one of the easiest things to get – to to, to mm. fix, and for that to hold him back from getting this would be a shame. So, right. we'll see. But in terms of his performance, I really liked um, what he was doing. Um, he, there was a nice balance between friendly, approachable, uh, professional, informative, um, and that's such a it, it's 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 a it's not an easy thing to to ride, but I think he did a pretty good job of
2: that. Such a fine line to go from our previous audition, where it was almost too friendly, uh, to this one where it's riding that benchmark of kind of the sweet spot, but it can kind of fall on either side. So it's it really comes down to these very slight decisions that voice actors are making in the moment. Uh, you know that really really dictate you know the winner of of this. So like you said, let's let's see how it plays out. So our next audition, audition number seven.
0: Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should take. Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should take.
2: All right. Kim, I want to start this off with a quick question. Mm. When somebody's submitting two takes, as you have your casting director hat on, um, do you like them to say two takes? Do you like them to hop right into it? And beyond that, which take did you prefer?
0: Unless I've given a specific naming convention where they shouldn't identify it, I like it in your in the name of the file so that I can see that there's two takes in the file. And then I'm, I don't like a slate myself. I feel it's a time mm-hmm. waster.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, then secondly... I don't like anything that identifies the name of the person because I don't – when I'm casting, I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about your name. Yeah, it's true. I, yeah, yeah. I, don't, you know, who, I don't care who you are. I really don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but I, I just want to hear your performance and, and please don't waste my time um, because I've got a lot of these to get through. And right. so then if someone has given two takes, I want that second take to be different. And mm-hmm. this was exactly the same. There was a mm-hmm. tiny little yeah. subtle differences on, you know, if you're going to assume that I will give you that time to hear two takes when I've everybody else has just given me one, that means that you either, if if they're the same, what it says to me is you don't respect my time because you haven't gone through. And what I do as a performer every time, if I've done two takes, I will go through, listen to Take one line A, take two line A. Which is the best line? Pick that line. Take one line two, take two line two. Which is the best line? And I'll put them together because I respect the time of my casting person. Yeah, these are things that are in our control. Not everything in our job is in our control. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but these things that we can do that we can fix beforehand, these are in our control. Once, once, so you you send out the absolute best, and if you do do a take two. Do something different. You know, go ahead. Go ahead, Vanessa. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought that's that's very interesting, actually, because I, I agree. Like, I, I do find that it it does sound the same. So I just wonder, you know, what they might have thought that it would have sounded different, right, if they're going to do two takes. So I wonder what was kind of going through um, their mind in order to do two and, and say that they sound different.
0: So in my mind, that's either someone who is insecure doesn't know which one is which um, or um, uh, hasn't been around in the industry very long because they can't tell the difference between one and the other. They think Mm -hmm. that the second take is different, um, but it's really not. It's just more of the same. Uh, Whereas, um, you know, Uh, someone who maybe has been around in the industry or has taken some coaching will understand that a take two is going to be based on something that will still tick the boxes, but will elicit a different emotion, will start off in a different place. So it may be someone who's doing something, I don't know, just a little bit, I don't know, a little bit of um, snarky, a little bit of, um, a little bit of drive a little bit of intimacy a little bit of just something different than the first one yeah
2: i really really like what you had said with regards to going back listening to line by line in comparison and and merging them because as you know i mean we were talking about this beforehand you know going through so many auditions how much of that casting director's time are you going to get on each audition And as much as, you know, two takes, you know, can be a successful practice in certain scenarios, it is very rare that you're going to get a full 30 seconds of a casting director's time when they're going through the initial listens. So really capitalizing on that first piece they're going to hear, because the problem is if they don't know there's two takes or they don't take the time to listen to the second take, and that was really the one that you thought stood out the best, well, it completely went unheard. So then... Was What was – you know? did you accomplish anything with that second take? So I really love the idea of boiling it down to one take and getting the best of both into it and editing them together. Um, I really love that idea.
0: And the other thing that uh, – another little tip, trick, whatever that I do often is I'll go through the whole thing and then I'll say the first two lines again at the end because my energy toward the end often is – different than the my energy at the beginning. And so, you know, read through once and then go back to the top line first first two lines. And then see compare there is my energy, you know, it's like maybe at the end I kicked it kind of thing. And it I didn't quite kick it at the beginning. I was a little softer. But if I end up kicking it and then I go back in at the top and I go, "Hey, this is what the first line's supposed to be and I've got that same kind of energy." Um the other thing that I think is really uh, important and important insight for people to understand from The people sitting in your seat as casting people is that when you get to like number forty or fifty five or you know you're tired and you so so you lose you 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 want you and sometimes you break it up in a couple of sessions like we're you know which is really great because then you have better energy to come to it to be to be to respect the artist but at the same time it's like oh man please capture me in that first four seconds do something. And one of the things that I teach people is um, do your first instinct and then think of something completely different. You know, um, if you're stuck, go wild. Think, okay, do your thing. Do do your thing. And then how would Fred Flintstone say this? How would, you know, (laughs) how would somebody completely different, you know, say this? I don't know, Mork from Ork, whatever. Um, And then go back to it in a different way, it, it, it shakes it up and gets you out of your rut. Right. Obviously, you don't submit Mork from Ork or Fred Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I think about it, though. <laughs> but, yeah, getting yourself completely out, that's a really great perform an actor trick that you can use. I'm full of these things. I call them sound booth shortcuts. And, um, you know, it's like get, get in there quickly.
2: <sighs> I love that. I love that. I think it really pulls you out into that, you know, we're a creative field. And yeah. it really brings that energy back and gets you to be a little bit more creative and flex those, uh, you know, flex those muscles. So I love that.
0: Yeah. Um, in terms of the other things for her, um, I just uh, – I felt she was a little sibilant. Did you hear that? Yeah?
2: Yes. Yeah, I did hear a little bit uh, of that there. Again, those subtleties, right? How yep. much they can make a difference. I, I agree.
0: Yeah. And um, the friendliness factor was like – was present but not like – Warm as warm as I thought it could
1: be. Perfect.
2: All right. So, with that said, that brings us to today's final audition, audition number eight. All right. Let's go ahead and listen.
0: Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should take.
2: All right. I, I think I like that one. Kim, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I like. I, I she's she's ticking the boxes there. She's professional. She's friendly. She's appropriately friendly. She's informative. Um, there's still a little bit of like a matter of fact. Like I can tell that she's she's sharing information, but I feel like she's um, talking to me. Um, I am engaged. Mm. Um, one thing that I that that stood out is I, I found that she kind of uh, it would have been nice to have had a pause in between the sentences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, uh, but but I mean, that's fixable. I, I talk about right. the power of the pause, and I, I know a lot of, of um, pro-voiceover actors, people who've been in the industry for, you know, 15, 20, 30 years, we talk about the uh, what, what in writing, they call it the white space, like the blank space on a page. It's the same thing with, um, with voice. It's like that the power of the pause, the power of the silence. Um, I find that a pause indicates to the person that maybe they're waiting for you, listener, to speak to them or acknowledge them somehow, right? And it's not like you're just kind of, you know, spewing words into the void, which is what happens when people don't pause. It's like, oh, are they talking to me? No, they're not talking to me. Like there's no possibility for me to say, right, like Vanessa just did, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like
1: almost trying to create a flow of the conversation, right?
0: yeah yeah so in I think that that um that happens when you know the the people don't think about the other
2: person and, definitely and see and
0: them in their heads.
2: it doesn't allow for that emotion to be pulled when you you know, let that breathe a little bit, let somebody soak that in and feel it, right, rather than just immediately onto that next line, yeah, um
0: this is so. super key in audiobooks, right? because in audiobooks, right. you're like building a world and you know, it takes the, the person, the, the listener time to be able to imagine that stream and that fishing line popping down and that, you know, uh, gun crackle in the background or whatever it is that you're, you're reading.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I think we had chatted before and uh, I, I want to, you know, encourage you to kind of shed light on this. I know this was one of your top runners. So walk me through what you had thought and and what's going through your mind when today we are picking a a winning audition. And uh, Kim, what went through your mind while, while, you know, deciding that?
0: Yeah, um, because, well, I I liked, uh, I just liked, in terms of her performance, so that that little pause, I think what I would probably do is I'd say, okay, if, if I was going to say, okay, you've got the job, I'd say, just please make sure that you, you know, uh, allowed a little bit of breathing room in between phrases, in between sentences, or something like that. Or I could fix it in the mix. But so if that's the only thing that is holding her back, I thought, well, I I I, I liked what she was doing. Um, there is, it's not, it's not perfect, but it's it's also that's what also makes it um, accessible. And right, yeah, so. That's nice. We don't want to hear perfect, exactly. You know? Yeah, we want to hear real. We want to hear, and that's the difference when they say real person, conversational. I had a, I have a, a, a cool. I don't know if we got time for this. I had a cool little story where I was doing. Um, I'm going to dive into it anyway, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Please I cool, do. It. Please do. It. Okay. I had a cool little story where I was doing um, a bunch of explainers, twenty explainers for a funeral app. And I was actually really excited to work on this because they were not taking the dearly, dearly beloved kind of like very morbid approach. They were taking the, you know, like let's talk boomer to boomer kind of thing, you know, it's coming up. Let's <laughs> Don't leave your kids with a mess, you know, that kind of a thing. And so I really, uh, I really, that really resonated with me. So I gave them a sample of what I thought it should be. And then, uh, you know, for them to just verify before I launched into recording 20 of these babies. And I wasn't quite sure what to do with the title. I, I wasn't, you know, and, and you got to get the name of the product correct, right? So yep. I, I will do this off, and I'll send a a little, uh, a, just a little MP3 of me just talking to the person, saying, "Hey, you know, I'm really excited to," and that's what I did. I said, "Hey, Lindsay, I'm really excited to be able to work on this project with you. Um, I'm uh, I'm psyched about everything. I really feel like I understand this a lot." I just, I'm not quite sure what to do with the name. Is it this or is it this? And so then I sent that little uh, MP3 off to them. And they said, you know, we really liked your sample. Your sample was great. But we loved what you did with the pronunciation. You were just so authentic. So yourself. Just, you know, be that. And I went, yeah, you sure. got it. Okay, can That's do. amazing. Yeah. I love that story. That was a great story. story. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and and to circle back i i love the idea of of again these these nuances and i hate to repeat it but you as you said pacing here wasn't perfect mm. but it's very very coachable and when you hire that she she was hitting everything else she had uh you know the friendly the professional she had the audio she had everything and pacing such a simple direction uh you know to give mm. um so that's that's a very very easy fix and i know you had mentioned with eric he he was actually likely your favorite read but just that that slight audio problem is a little bit more difficult than just pacing right so is that that's what held you back from editors i, I said eric um <laughs> let's take that out please um so audition number 6 that's what held you back is that That little bit of audio there that gives you a little bit more concern than a simple direction around pace. Is that correct?
0: Because those are my – yeah, you're right. Those are my two favorites. Um, And uh, frankly, his pacing was better. And so I would lean more to him from a performance point of view, but because tech is important, and i I, I right. can't I don't know that's I don't know if I can fix that. I don't know if he can fix that. And I, you know, we got to have this done by tomorrow. so or whatever you know the deadline is exactly. So that makes me lean away from him and more to this last one that we just heard, because that is a that is something that can be fixed in an in a note, in a direction, right?
2: Amazing. Amazing. So you guys heard it. We have picked a winner. Winner audition number eight. Let's listen to it one more time.
0: Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should take
2: amazing so awesome yeah
0: the heart is there but it's still like not out on the line the friendliness is there but it's appropriate because we're talking about insurance <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure the the professionalism <laughs> is there it's like she's got it together I trust what she's saying she's being in and so, so that's Agreed. the that's the thing that's the one I love it
2: congratulations to this talent uh, great job and thank you to all talent that participated in today's episode Without you guys, it uh, would not be possible. I hope you all took some uh, valuable information here. Uh, and thank you very much, Kim, for sharing your expertise and all of the, all of the knowledge that uh, you have. Uh, so thank you very much.
0: Thank you, thank guys. Thank so much. so great to hang out with you and uh, do something that we all love.
1: This is amazing. Thank you. No problem. So how can we get in touch with you? Oh,
0: okay. Um, Through my website, which is kimhandysidesvoiceover.com. You can reach me there. I have a coaching page with all different kinds of options there. But if you have any questions or anything you want to just reach out to me, you can always email kim at kimhandysidesvoiceover.com. And
1: I usually get back to you within 24 hours or less. Perfect. Okay, well, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're looking to find today's script or any others, check out our blog on Voices.com slash blog. And any additional resources from Kim, feel free to check out her socials. Yeah.
2: Kim, thank you so much. And let's give one last shout out. What's the website? Where where can they find you?
0: KimHandysidesVoiceOver.com.
2: That's the one. Awesome. Well, (laughs) That's it for today's episode. Thank you all for joining and listening, and I hope you loved it. And uh, that's a wrap for me, Kyle Flynn.
1: And Vanessa Bucci.
2: Kim, thank you very much. And until next time, everyone, happy auditioning.
1: Thank you, guys.